Welcome back guys and this is the DSA podcast. Yo, what's up everybody? Deshaun, back again with another podcast. Today I just want to talk about really my uh, experience in the food industry. So I've been in the food industry for about five years now. Going on, it'll be six next year. The food industry is a lot different fucking totally different from what I thought it was going to be like going in at first. So I got my first job when I was 18. I worked at Cracker Barrel. I first started at Cracker Barrel. I was 18. I was going to college. It was my first semester in college at the time. I, uh, I worked there for about two weeks and I quit. But let me tell y'all why I quit. Fucking okay. So I go to my first interview there. I get the job. They gave me the job right away. Didn't even have to go to a second interview. I was like, okay. So they must really fuck with me and appreciate me and stuff like that. No, no, that wasn't it. But um, I did that for... They gave me two days. They told me to get a uniform get a blue collared shirt and then come back and then I can start working right away. So I said, okay, I come my first day. Nigga, this shit was terrible. I was a dishwasher for them. So I got to do all this shit I've never seen or done before. They barely train you. They do not. I'm telling you, no matter where you work, they do not train. You better figure that shit out for yourself. If you get trained, you got a good person there or just that person of the staff is really a good worker because you don't get trained at a lot of these places because a lot of the people who work there already do not give a fuck. They're like, well, I did this already. So you got to figure it out since I had to figure it out, which is not how it should be at all. Everybody should be supportive and work as a team because that is the best way to work in the kitchen. But anyways, so I did that. Nigga, that shit was terrible. The two weeks I was there, I had I didn't get to see sunlight, nigga. Fucking the managers were I had one cool you know you always had that one cool manager and then you have like two dickheads and then one okay manager. I had th- three dickheads and one okay manager. But I won't blame them for quitting. So I gave these niggas three strikes. First strike was no breaks. I got absolutely no breaks, but you don't get, you do not get breaks in the food industry, but I got no breaks. Then fucking, um, my first check, they did me. They tried to tell me is because, you know, uh, I don't know if it's like this at everybody. Well, I'm pretty sure it's like this at every job, but if it's not, what they do is, um, they'll take, they'll have a cutoff day like say you get paid sunday then the sunday the saturday before that would be your cutoff day or some shit like that correct me if i'm wrong in the comments or comment or get at me on instagram or my social media if i'm wrong but i don't think i'm wrong but anyways yeah they'll have a um cutoff day and it's not called a cutoff day but anyways um so we did that they did that. I talked to one of my managers. They said, well, uh, 
Deshaun, there's nothing we can do about that. So uh, you're just going to have to roll with that. I said, what? I'm just going to have to roll with this. And it was my first job, so I didn't really know what I had to do. So I was like, okay, yeah, I ain't going to, I'm not going to trip about it too much. Then the motherfucking third strike would make me leave this bitch. Nigga, I worked a fucking, I think it was a 14-hour shift. Nigga, I worked from fucking, I had to be one, it had to be like 10. No, yeah, I worked from 10 to 1 o'clock in the morning. And nigga, the next morning, I had to talk with my parents. No, that night, because I didn't have a car at the time, I talked to my parents. I said, nah. I can't do this no more. These niggas are bullshit. I you you will not catch me working this long and fucking no break and no I didn't get to go on any break and it was only me and they had two other people but they alternated so it was just me the whole day and one other person with me the whole time and I was like nah and we had they made me clean and shit like that niggas didn't feed me nothing I said okay okay. I talked to my parents, wake up the next morning. I said, nigga, I quit. Fuck that shit. And I called the manager. I said, hey, uh, thank you for the opportunity, but I can't work here anymore. He goes, so do you, you can't work here anymore? I said, no, nah, I, I can't work there anymore. The It's some bullshit over there. He goes, well, uh, I can tell you didn't like the job anyways. I said, hell no, I didn't like the job. You see how much shit you made me do? See how much shit I had to do for nothing? And I was getting paid bullshit. I ain't going to tell you how much I was getting paid. But they was paying me some bullshit. And I said, you ain't going to work me this hard and not get paid this. I said, yeah, I got to quit. Then I moved on to a nursing home. And I was in the kitchen. The nursing home kitchen is the this is the most dysfunctional ratchet kitchen ever but i fuck with it because a lot of them are like family to me so i can't really hit on it too much but working in the kitchen i don't care where you are working in the kitchen is toxic because you're with these people every single day these people are like your family and fucking sometimes family fight sometimes it can be unsolvable or unresolvable other times it can be over in an instant or people don't care or they stop caring but i've seen some very toxic stuff but anyways so i start working there I think a month or two after i get done at uh the other place i was working at that I got an interview because my mom worked at the place at the time. Well, yeah, she worked at the place at the time where I was working. So, where I, yeah, where I was working. So I uh, did that. We, I go for an interview. I get it. Didn't have to go to for, for a second interview for that. I, I don't, I'm not a second interview nigga. They, niggas fuck with me at the first interview. But anyways, anyways. Um, so I get that. Going to the kitchen, I said, oh, man, I'm in for I'm in for something. And where I work at where where I worked at, there was a lot of Haitians. 
So it was some sometimes it was English bear. I mean, a uh, English uh, a language barrier. So it was hard to tell what they were saying sometimes. But I'm like, I can understand that and shit like cake now. Some of the shit I can't speak it, but I can understand it because I've been around it so much. But my first year there, I, I worked there for five years. Yes, I worked there for five years. My first year was, um, it was easy to be honest. Met a girl. We, uh, talked for a little bit. Didn't work out. I was a pussy back then. So, and I did a lot of stupid shit. I still kind of do a lot of stupid shit, but yeah, I was in a lot of arguments there with some CNAs because I didn't get along with them and I was trying to rush to get out of there because I didn't I think I didn't like the job out of the first fucking I don't know five months we went through about two bosses while I while I first started the first boss I had she got fired before I even started working there so we had to get a temporary boss then we had another boss her name was uh I'm gonna call her S. I'm not gonna give out her real name, but S was oh man, she was a complete bitch. She was a dyke too. S, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but you are a dyke. But she was a complete bitch. I, and I worked with my friend um, Angus. He could he could vouch for it too. She would not let up on us. She would not take it easy on us. And I guess and now that I look at it, she just was trying to run it the way she wants to run it. But that's not the way you run a business, in my opinion. You got to have your coworkers, your coworkers. I mean, they don't you don't have to be best friends with your coworkers, but you got to have some type of respect. Not like you disrespect me. And then because you're my boss, I can't say anything to you. I can't. I'm not going to do that. Like, yeah. There's a lot of times I did hold my tongue, but sometimes I I had to say something to her because the shit she was doing, I couldn't let her keep getting away with that shit. Because if I did, she was going to keep doing it. But towards the end of her staying there or her being there, she got really nice. Well, nicer to me, at least. Angus, not so much, but she got nicer to me because I just... Started doing my work. I really didn't. At first, I didn't give a fuck. But the shit was just so easy. It's like, I can't quit this. The shit was the easy. The, literally, that is the easiest job of all time. I have no complaints about the easiness. It's just the people sometimes and the situations you have to go through with the residents and their families. And I got a lot of those, which I'll probably tell y'all in a next in a later podcast but i got some stories that i'm gonna tell y'all but um so we uh she uh she quits well she gets fired actually state comes in they tell her people weren't wearing hair head guards people weren't wearing face masks People weren't washing their hands and stuff like that. It was really bad while she was there. People weren't wearing gloves while they were cutting food and stuff like that. So they fired her. She didn't say anything to anybody before she left. She just dipped. 
then we were out of uh we didn't have a boss for about i'd like to say two or three more months then we had a guy named i'm gonna call him torres yes we had a guy named torres worked there he was a very good boss i can't lie i i don't know if anybody else does this but with your boss you the the grass is always greener while they're there like it's always you don't notice the shit because you're so focused on the stuff you don't like about them you don't notice all the good stuff they do but he did a lot of good stuff he was a hands-on boss he always helped when we needed it he was willing to do anything he went above and beyond i was an asshole to him because i was immature and childish and i didn't realize all the shit he was doing and he let me get away with because i fucked a lot of shit up uh i'll be the first to say i'm not the best nigga at doing everything i could do a little bit of everything but i'm not the best nigga at doing everything i'll try and work i'm a hard worker i'll get my shit done if i have to but sometimes if i feel like i feel disrespected or i don't like the way a situation is happening, then I'll probably do some stupid shit sometimes to prove a point. But that was immature, me and childish. And he's a really good, like he's, this guy is a really good boss. I have none but respect for him. And what he did for me, he gave me confidence to start cooking. He was one of the reasons why I started cooking at the job. So I have none but respect for them. Shout out Torres. But while he was working there, it was a good time, and I had my other friend Logan come, and he was a, another reason why shit was fun. We always had a good day, tried to laugh, tried to get away from the bullshit because we were so used to it. We had Alex for two years. Every day was a different day. Every day there's something new, and we went on because me and Logan, when we were there, we went on vacations. So when we would come back, there'd be shit would be totally different. I don't know if anybody else notices that, but if you, if you're out of work for like even two days, if you're out of work for two days, there'll always be something changed or different at a place I work at. I don't know if it's the same for everybody, but that's just me. Then, but no, Alex stayed for two years. It was a good two years, all in all. Learned a lot. Then he left. He had a better opportunity somewhere else. Still life care, though. So he took that. Then we had a boss named... He was a... Oh, man. God-awful boss. Worst boss ever. But he taught me a lot of valuable lessons. He taught me that no job is secure because... I was on my high horse. I thought I was the best worker we had there. I was always talking shit. I was like, ain't nobody better than me. I wasn't really saying it, but I was saying it in my head because that's just how I felt. That's the type of confidence I always have and I'm going to continue to have. But it's like that he he made me realize that nothing is ever guaranteed. Never, never think a job is ever guaranteed because you'll have once something changes, you don't know how you're going to feel. You don't know how a situation will change. If you lose your job, if you if you don't like your manager, the shit you have to do to pretend like you like them or fake like you like them, 
in order to not make things feel uncomfortable. A lot of people don't ever get to see that, but that's something that really happened to me. It was bad. The first day I met him, he didn't even ask me for my name. He shook my hand and said, hey. And then he turned right back around, didn't look at me again. I said, okay, this is, I guess, I was like, okay, this is just the way he meets people. So we went, we, uh, he was on the line with the other people, the morning crew. So we, uh, he was looking at them. I do my desserts like I usually do. Logan comes in. He does the same thing to Logan. And then I guess him and Logan on his first day meet somewhere. And then he asked Logan, well, uh, do you have another job? And then Logan says, no, well, uh, you should find something just in case this doesn't work out. And I was like, we're both like, why would he say something like that? But we brush it aside. We're like, it's his first day. It's probably just how he does his shit. And he stayed there for about three months. Worst three months, he made me leave the job I was at because I didn't like him that much. And then when he left, it was like, I still like the people here, but I can't work there. And now I feel like I have outgrown that place. So it's like, thank you for doing that. But at the same time, he's a dickhead. So I'm not going to really go into that. But then. All in all, though, the food industry is a place where you have to have very tough skin. You can't let, yeah, you can't let things get to you because people, tensions are high in the kitchen sometimes or wherever you're at, not just a kitchen, wherever you're at in the food industry. And people can say a lot of stuff they don't mean or stuff they mean, but they just say it out in the moment because they don't give a fuck. So you got to be prepared for that. Got to always have your own back, but at the same time, work as a team with the people you're working with because teamwork is the best way and the fastest way to get done. If you try to go on your own, it's not going to work. Having a team is the best way to do it. Having a group of people you can depend on and count on. Even if you had to do some all the shit one day, it's like, you know, they're going to get their shit done. So you don't have to really worry about it. It's like coaching a basketball team. That's how I feel like it's like I'm the coach of a basketball team. But you got to be in the shit to know what I'm talking about. And then always keep a level head. You got to keep a level head, man. You can't let nobody get to you. And then you will get cut. You will get burnt. And you will be bruised. Shit will happen to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've been burnt fucking... God knows how many times and it doesn't get any better as many times I get burned. I might as well, these shits might as well be tattoos as many times as I've been burned, to be honest. But all in all, I give the food industry a fucking, uh, fucking, if you, if you can get through all the bullshit, I give it a a six out of 10. If you can't and you're going to start crying, you're going to be a pussy because niggas, niggas will weed you out in the food industry. If you can't, you can't handle what they throwing at you. Niggas will weed you out. They will eat you up and they will spit you out. Trust me. This has been Deshaun 
with another podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Deshaun S. Adams. And make sure you follow me on Snapchat at Deshaun S. Adams. And if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to comment anything or let me know anything, DM me, comment on my pictures, send me some snaps. Y'all send me some snaps, man. Send me some TikToks. Send me what y'all doing, man. Just let me know. Let me know what y'all want me to do. I got the music reviews coming and everything. We lit. We ready. Hey, everybody. This is the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. I do this podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you want to stay tuned and updated, my IG is Deshaun S. Adams, and my Snapchat is Deshaun Raw. If you want to be interviewed, come talk about sports or rap, let me know. DM me. Thanks for staying in and staying tuned. Love you guys. Deuces. Love you.